Welcome to Casual Quest Masters, a casual master quest podcast. In this podcast, we'll follow the adventures of a group of characters who simply want to find their way in this world, but a more sinister plot is evolving around them. How will they fare? Let's find out today on Casual Master Quest. Get your dice ready because we are back to another session of Casual Quest Masters. Welcome back to our own Faerun, everybody, representing Neverwinter's Nickel Jody Mella. That is me. Um, that is you. That is me. I play Vol, Nightwalker, Val Nugoni, and he is tired. He's very tired. It's a bit like he's sitting in front of the therapist. How do you feel today, Vol? I feel tired. Tired. Brandon Thresher. I play Magdor Van Iron, and I'm running out of arm puns. It's really getting out of hand. I think my mom's calling I for me. Sorry, I gotta go, guys. My mom said I can't play with you guys anymore. Oh, man. Oh. Every single time, Brandon, I believe what you say. <laughs> that's the, But then you always hit it with a finisher. I'm so gullible. And yours truly, Tyler Vitoas Knox, the sorcerer who's at the end of their wits because their dad wanted to go to the pits. And last but certainly but not least, our all-powerful dungeon master, Glenn Houston. How you doing, Glenn? Great. Drinking coffee. Great. I got a, a weird furry bug on my upper lip. It's fantastic. Fresh pots! Okay, there's <laughs> Fresh pots! so many things you could have said. Fresh pots! <laughs> Fresh pots! <laughs> I don't get the reference. Fresh you're, just not, you're, just, just, you're just not cool. That's it. It's... Yeah, it's... <laughs> I'm not that not guy. Cool. It's Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl from the band. His band. Who's Dave he... Grohl? Dave Grohl? He's the drummer of Nirvana who looks kind of like the lead singer of Foo Fighters. <laughs> He's the lead singer. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, welcome everybody to the Casual Quest Master Masters, a D&D 5th edition live action uh, podcast where... Uh, Glenn puts stuff in front of us, and we pretty much roll dice to see if we choose to murder it or not. And yeah, this is a D and D podcast. And uh, since uh, we, I guess I'll say it. We probably should roll oh, yeah. to see uh, who gets. Yeah, yeah. What's gonna happen? Yeah. What happened last time? Oh yeah, and we who's do gonna that. say it? And who's gonna say Fuck. it? Fuck. Oh shit. <laughs> you know what? I'm feeling oh, good man. about this. I'm oh, feeling so very uh, good about this. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. I've said that Damn. a few times playing D&D, and I almost always roll a one or a two when I say that, so uh, I hope well, that funny you enough, fared well better than me. I did roll a two, which is, in this case, a lot better than one, because if I'd rolled a one, it would have been a crit fail, which means I would have had to do it anyways. Right. But I rolled a two, which I means... I rolled... Yeah. Good. I was no, just going to say, say which the means best number. the best number I could have rolled That's... if I didn't want to do it. I rolled an eleven, so I'm I'm a pretty safe number. Yeah. Right. And I rolled the technically the second worst number, which is a nineteen, which means Tyler gets to do the recap. Oh Get it, boy. I gotta stretch up my uh, recap lips. Written by Magdor. Is okay this is It's from the perspective of Magdor, huh? Uh, not Should not I as do... bad as last time. Okay. 
we've been doing it as like characters for some reason. Should I do it as Nox or Nox pretending to be Magdor? Maybe it's Nox. Nox reading Magdor's recap, <laughs> right? Yeah, because I think about right. <laughs> I think that would be the funniest thing. It's just like where Nox is just maybe a little confused at what he means at times, or <laughs> why did you phrase it like that? <laughs> when Nox is at the McDonald's drive-through screen and has to read off Magdor's order, it's like he he says he wants no shredder. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Extra may? Extra oh, he meant mayo. Mayo, shredded lettuce. Okay. All right. Previously at Casual Master Quest, Bull wants to fight. Magdor tells him to enter the fighting pits to get some fighting done. Eventually, they make their way there. A 2v2 is suggested, but it turns into a 3v3 with our heroes. It sucked. While waiting for their turn, Bull won a bet in one of their fights. A demon versus a devil. I don't remember what happened to Magdor's bet. I'm pretty sure he lost it. The trio starts getting ready to kill when this nice old lady, who happens to be the person in charge of the whole fight pits, gives us new toys. Bull picks up a sword of sharpness. Magdor gets a throwing hammer. And Nox chooses a staff of power, baby. After attuning to the weapons, the group goes out to fight. After the best introduction the prisoner's cardinal has ever seen, the trio meets their competition. A were-tiger... Jacobus and a snake. The fight goes well, with Vol getting bit by the weird tiger. Nothing bad can happen with that, right? Magdor being felt up by some tentacles. Ugh. And Nox deciding that snakes deserve to be caged. Snakes have rights too. Everyone wins a bit of money, but the real reward was the weapons we are given along the way. I don't know, 430 gold seem, doesn't seem too bad in comparison to <laughs> sort of sharpness. <laughs> yeah, Nox immediately regrets giving all his are their money away. Oof. Yeah. But the weapons are worth way more than 400 gold, so... Oh, I'll oh yeah, no, but the 400 shit. gold helps. Yeah, it does help. It definitely <laughs> takes the sting off of the wounds from the fight, you know. They say gold can't buy you happiness, but it's hard to be, you know, sad on a j horse cart, I guess. I don't, I was going to say a jacuzzi, but... It's hard to, it's, it's hard to be sad in a Bugatti. <laughs> What's the equivalent of a Bugatti in D&D? A war horse. It's hard to be sad on the back of a war horse. Wings. I mean, like a rocket-powered war horse, like the <laughs> one that we heard at that horse cart uh, stable that one day. Oh, uh, man. Okay, yeah. Uh, we... So for the sake of the last finished. session, we you get in your, did you collected a, your funds, right? Uh, we did a street finish on the uh, giant snake that I had force fielded with the uh, the walls of force because we were in a hurry, and also that well, snake was gonna die. Yeah, you guys also had hit it one time, and it had taken over a third of its hit points in that one hit. So it was kind of a foregone who conclusion. Did that? Yeah, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> Twin chromatic orbs, anybody that always crit? <laughs> Look, chromatic orbs. 90% of the time, I crit all the time, okay? It's just weird math. I, I don't know how it works. There's only two known rules in Dungeons and & Dragons, and that is rule zero. The DM decides what happens at the table, and that rule. <laughs> okay. 
So we end the session with like, I don't know, Vol like biting into the snake, Magdor's stomping it, and I like start smoking cigarettes and shooting it at him. And uh, this snake is dead, hopefully to some cheers. I don't know how the people feel about this. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that, <laughs> at the end of it, you guys actually collected your winnings, so you were able to leave. Uh, the people celebrated with you because obviously the bets were heavily against you. The so anybody melter. that won money ended up getting a lot of money because it was ten to one against you. Uh, so some people may have been a little frustrated, but they were kind of excited because it was a crazy match. Uh, and those that won are excited because they won a lot of money. So, uh, yeah, you came out to much applause and appreciation upon exiting in your full garb, uh, also with your fresh bits of money and your new weapons. So Ooh, now it's up to decide minted. what to do next. <clears throat> I don't know about I... you guys. Thought. No, finish dwarf. I could use a dwarf. I could use a drink. I could use a fucking nap for maybe about ideally eight hours. Six hours of heavy sleeping and two hours of light rest would be perfect. A, a dwarven nap then. A dwarven nap, yeah. Nox puts his uh shoulder blade back into place after getting like fucking torn apart by a were tiger. Yeah, I agree. Um I'm in pain. Did you even take Life's any damage from the were tiger? Sorry, asking as a as a character. Oh yeah. I thought I was cool by shielding against his claw, but that motherfucker bit me. Right. Yeah, yeah, I remember now. Okay. Sorry, carry on. Uh, no, it's... Okay. Did you get the fart out of you, Vol? Yeah, now I just need to sleep. Yeah. Tougher and while than you guys expected. were changing, too, both of both uh, Magdor and uh, Nox both noticed that one of the wounds that Vol took was particularly rough, as it seems to... Maybe not necessarily be infected, but it looks like it may need care past a normal fight. Um, but he... I don't know. Do you do anything about that, Vol? <clears throat> no, I'm I'm probably Just too tired. Because I went out. down. I'm probably too tired. I, I, because Vol's wearing, like, studded leather armor. Mm-hmm. And so he's probably not fully covered wherever. Like, I would imagine I got bit on, like, the upper arm or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's probably not covered, but he's probably not paying attention to it right now. He's got 5 HP. He went down. He's tired. Yeah. So you two do notice on Vol that that wound looks to be particularly nasty. Um, the bits of orange fur shooting out of it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to look at him and being cleric, I'm just going to... Uh... Let, let me get that healed up for you before we take a nap. Uh, yeah, last, I'm gonna baseball slide energy. Uh, next to Magdor to also try to heal Vol, because I want to, you know, be useful too. I'm gonna do uh, cure wounds on him. At, do I, at level two. Ooh. Heal for that eleven. That work. That that tickles. Thank you. And I'll heal at first level a uh, healing word for eight. Care for. That tickles too. And I... Stop that, Mary. <laughs> and normally you would Wait, see did these Vol sort just of laugh? wounds. <laughs> you would see these wounds sort of like completely 
smooth over. Obviously, there's different parts of him that through combat have taken damage, so you weren't able to fix everything. But focusing on that area would normally make the wound completely disappear, um, but it doesn't. Um, there are still bits of it that look like they can't, haven't completely healed and or won't or will scar <clears throat> for one reason or another. Would, would I, I would know that it would look like it's going to scar. Mm-hmm. I'm going to like slap it, like just give it a light backhand. It looks like you're going to have yourself a scar for that fight. Ah, a worthy, a worthy prize, I think, along with this sword and this money. This is a lot more than I've ever had. Nox. Oh, sorry, Mary. Bull. Mary, me. Bunky. Uh, Bull's gonna... (laughs) (laughs) Let's buy a house. we invited him out. Bull's gonna gonna hand off uh, 30 gold to Nox. This is in return for the the loan, I guess. To give... I mean, your fair share. It was me paying you back for the horse cart, but I mean, if that's how you want to do it, that's fine. Bolt says fair share, and you made 430, but only gives away 30. Anyways, um, we should probably get back to the hotel. We should apologize and pay for a few more nights, and so that I can sleep. I don't and then we'll decide what to do. Apologies gonna work out with them. I, I'd like to think I'm very Chris charismatic, yeah. but Didn't yes, but you were down there, the and then I, you're down there, and then I'm up here. I think they'd be convinced quite easily. Didn't they so tell you us? Want to in- Lynn? Oh, sorry. No, God. They told us till the end of the day, right? Guard captain. What? What's that? For the hotel, we had till the end of the day. Yeah. I I don't know if we should uh, stay in a place like that. They uh, don't like us much, but we do have it for one more night. Also, that place <sighs> is shitty for security. Let's just... Alright, let's do this. Let me just sleep. And then we'll decide. How does that sound? Okay. Uh, Well, I'm just a little bit worried as I look at their wound. You had a weird tiger bite you, and your wound's not healing. Uh, Do you think his teeth was poisoned or something? No, I'm fine. Look, it's going to leave a scar, as the dwarf said. It's going to be a worthy prize from this fight. Uh, Probably nothing to worry about. And I go, okay. And then Bull's just just going to start heading off towards the hotel. I follow. I do, like, some kind of spin with the staff and try not to smash it against the ground and unleash hell upon us all, and, uh kind of like look at it admirably and then uh i follow uh after i give a friendly nod over to the uh person that gave us all the sweet loot if i see her um yeah you left her back there she's kind of repairing fixing things she you know since she's in charge of the fight she has to you know i mean she organized. gave us thousands upon thousands of gold worth of items, so it's like, I want to at least give her some kind of courtesy at this How much point. money do you think the house made off of all those bets? A lot. A lot. <laughs> so, I mean, you can, you you know that they probably came out ahead, uh, and, you know, 
there's very little chance they're going to get somebody to step in the ring against something like that. And if they do, they got to incentivize it because it's not monsters versus monsters. So there's more appeal for the crowd. It's monsters versus three willing combatants who have effectively been like, hey, we're cool if we die. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, you do see on the way out uh, before you go out to collect your stuff, she stays inside. But she does kind of give you all a nod and a smile as you leave and wishes you good luck. But yes, you're going to head back to the hotel and uh, take a nice little mid-day sleep. That's what Vol's going to do. Vol's just going to head it up straight up, not really make any eye contact with the uh, hotel staff because just getting uh, like like super droopy at the closer he gets to the hotel and just super sleepy. And then he's just going to pass out on the bed. Uh, Magdor's gonna open up his jug of alchemy when he gets back to the hotel and take like two swigs out of it and just kind of fall asleep leaning against it. Okay. Like a little water dripper for a hamster or something. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Nox? Uh, Sorry, Mary. Currently. Not, no, I mean, if I once we get Nox. into the room, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I drop Trow immediately as per the tradition, uh, lock the door, I say some kind of hex uh, to the door to make sure it stays locked, even though that's not going to do anything because I'm just muttering to it unkindly, and uh, of I'm going to look up at him, my beautiful baby boy who was once my father's, you know, of my child, uh, Krosov. If you see anybody besides us three enter this room or hear anything that's even remotely suspicious, I need you to make as much noise as possible and wake us up. Krasov, can you hear me as I shake the bird? Krasov, you're not responding. Oh, my baby boy, what's the matter? Nothing. <laughs> I think he was waiting for a ceremonious caw. Caw! Oh gosh, I, I thought you were cursed. <laughs> I thought I thought I thought my baby boy turned into a a were a were crow. Oh gosh. Also, keep a super eye on Vol, please. Caw! Okay, good. I was still worried. And I'm going to use Maychan to pet the bird, because uh, I haven't been able to use this cantrip yet. I'm going to, like, send him over to the desk, and I'm going to Maychan to pet him. As I, uh... How, how's the sleeping arrangements? Uh, Full, are you taking the bed this time, or...? Yeah, no, Full just passed out of the bed. Okay, I look at Magdor, who I'm assuming is in front of the fireplace, uh, head next to... Okay. Uh, then I guess I would go over to the couch and I go, It's a victor the spoils. And I'm going to get on the couch. I'm going to sit there for uh, the first two hours, just kind of like uh, cleaning myself up a little bit. Maybe uh, going over to the bathroom just to clean off the wounds and whatnot. Because I got bitten into, it hurts. So I'm going to like try to take some kind of... Uh, guard duty, if you will. But I'm gonna stay up a couple hours uh, before I, you know, finally fall asleep. Okay. Um, and Magdor, where did you fall asleep with your alchemy jug? Uh, so you said the fireplace had, like, a, um, stones in front of it? 
Yeah. I'm, I'm sitting on the stones. Wonderful. So you just, I imagine you kind of lean up against the fireplace and eventually you just kind of fall asleep similarly? Yeah. Okay. So you all just kind of pass out, Krosif watching over you after Nox um, eventually passes out. Uh, but Nox watches you for the first few hours. Correct? Yep. I'm um, looking at Vol specifically because, like, he says everything is fine, but... Did I recognize that was a were tiger versus just some kind of tiger man that had a oh, bad yeah. day? Oh yeah. I'm pretty okay. sure they announced it too. Uh-huh. Yeah, like I felt the pang and of what happens when you get bitten, and thankfully I was able to resist it, but my wound healed. His didn't, and I don't know what happens to a Goliath that gets bitten, so I'm a little bit nervous. Not sure if I gotta take Volt to the vet to get put down. I'm not sure how this works. Speaking of that, Vol, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. <clears throat> oh, also, can I look outside to see what, if there's a moon to look at? I mean, 17. it's daytime, so. 17? Yeah, you see him in those first few hours kind of just moving a little restlessly, but, you know, that's pretty common for somebody who's, you know, physically recovering, you know, to kind of, like, move a little bit to, like make match muscle soreness or get not be laying on a wound you know an area of your body that's sore that is recovering um but nothing else like you've seen him you know moving his sleep like this before doesn't seem odd so initially during those first few hours you don't notice anything that like throws up any huge red flags just out of concern i'm gonna walk up to him while he's sleeping and uh I'm going to start, like, blessing him. I'm going to call on the Traveler's help just to make sure that he stays fine. And uh, spam guidance, essentially, on him. Guidance <laughs> and uh, burn a couple of blessed spells on him. I'm well, if you burn go... blessed spells, you, you're interrupt. If you run spells, you're interrupting your long rest. True. Then I'm just going to call on the help of the Traveler. So this is just to... like... Like what we would know is like literally just you're saying a prayer, prayer. no mechanical, I'm, no I'm, mechanical. I'm giving benefits. him thoughts and prayers. Okay, you're sending thoughts and prayers to a sleeping full, just hoping that he's okay. Oh, I love it. Yeah, great, wonderful. Oh, yeah. And then after a few okay. hours, because uh, earlier, uh, Nikki did say six hours and two hours. Technically, it's four and four. Right, four hours of sleep, four hours of light activity. If you want to. It's a minimum of four hours of sleep. If you want to do six hours of sleep and two hours of light activity, totally up to you. But I just wanted to make oh, sure. Oh, he's just out for the full eight to. hours. Oh, he's just sleeping. He's gone. Okay, cool. <laughs> Easy. Uh, yeah. If, if after, you know, sending thoughts Robbie, and prayers Robbie, and just making Robbie. sure that he doesn't seem too out of it. Uh, eventually, Nox, you go to sleep and with, uh, you know, kind of like... With your eyes fading, you see Crows have just kind of like watching over you all from atop like the same bureau where you have the knife stuck in, just sitting next to it, watching everything. Um, oh, Glenn, you know me so well. <laughs> is that is that how you envisioned it as well? I mean, you know I like sticking my knife in high places. Uh-huh. You gotta make sure she can see what's going on. Give her a good vantage point. Uh, and then you all wake up. Uh, it's like probably... What it would be around six or seven, maybe in did the I, evening. So did I wake up an uh, hour early. Yeah. Can it? 
uh, fall off the alchemy jug, kind of wake up and, mm -hmm. um, so I, I had my long rest and I'm going to kind of look at my armor and, uh, think about how I got hit a bit too much for my liking. And so I'm going to take it off and kind of take a look at it and, uh, think, you know, a bit. I bet I could make this a little bit better. And so I'm going to take 25 gold that I had um, from my winnings and the armor. And I'm going to do uh, Blessings of the Forge. I'm going Sweet. to turn my scale mail into chain mail. Ooh, very cool. Yeah. Should you go back into your favorite spot in the bathroom? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm going to go into the bathroom. and <laughs> As not to Regardless, wake the other guys, you don't want to wake them but up. But it's still going to make enough noise, right, where we might hear it. You'll hear no. it, but it, it's not enough to, like, jolt you out of your sleep. The light shows up a big counting coin. Yeah, just little ching, 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 ching. Okay. You know, like, there a metallic clinks. A Kamoa? Sorry, Pokemon reference. So I'm going <laughs> uh -huh. to delete the scale mail. You guys can do your thing now. I just wanted to get that narratively yeah. out of the way. So narratively, too, uh, that is what ends up kind of uh, waking you up as you hear... Uh, Magdor walk out of the bathroom with a new set of armor that you've never seen him holding before. Uh, you just kind of are woken up because it's it's a loud clanking metal. He's not doing anything specifically that would wake you up, but you know you're in light enough sleep at this point that it does kind of just kind of like gently wake you up, and you see him holding this new armor. <clears throat> I think uh, at this point, Nox's eye, would, uh, he still has like the one blue eye and then the uh, the one yellow eye. I think the yellow eye would be like bloodshot open staring at him for a second, and then Nox would wake up eventually and uh, mm -hmm. slowly get upright and go... One. Oh, nice armor, Magdor. What the fuck was that? Oh, it was just. Oh, I thought we were still fighting. Oh. No, no you dwarfed. You go out shopping. I did. Nice. Did you use some of the gold? Uh, twenty-five. Worthy purchase. Magdor and the. Uh, also, might be uh thin. Should we uh be shouting this before we walk out into the night? I, I made this though. I made this. Sure for you, you did. <laughs> sure you did. I believe you. I, well, uh, I mean, made this staff too. As I pick up the staff of power, Fold's gonna think to himself, "I have no reason to not believe him. The dude's got a fucking magical arm." And <laughs> Fold's gonna get up right. and start putting on his stuff. Uh. I'm going to use a uh, Warlock uh, class feature. I'm going to pick up uh, my staff. I'm going to look at it, and I'm going to say, Mother, I, uh... I can shoot shit with this, but... I bet I could beat the fuck out of something with it, too, if I just knew how to use it right. And I'm going to start channeling, uh... Sorry, the, uh, the it's a hex warrior thing. Uh, the influence of your patron also allows you to mystically channel your will through a particular weapon. Whenever you finish a long rest, you can touch one weapon 
that you are proficient with and lacks the two-handed property. Packed weapon. It's, right. Uh, it's technically not a pack. Well, it's kind of a packed weapon, essentially. I don't have the uh, the pack oh, this of the, the blade hex feature, blade? but yes. yeah, this is a hex warrior feed feature. Yeah. So basically. Like, the only thing it does was, uh, instead of using, uh, strength or dexterity, I use charisma when I attack with it in melee. Mm -hmm. But does this apply to staffs? It has to lack uh, a two-handed property. Yep, and I and gotta be proficient with it, and the Hex Warrior gives me proficiency with oh. all this stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, but that's saying the Staff of Power can't be that, because it has versatile, which means it can be two-handed, so. <clears throat> but it doesn't have the two-handed property, just versatile. Versatile is always... one or two-handed. I'm only going to use it one-handed. Okay. I mean, they know that's okay. It's... I could give you, oh, no... if you wanted, I could give you one of my short swords. I actually have uh, the Warhammer that Magdor gave me, but I just figured uh, I could channel into this just so I could whack people from 1d6. But if that's not allowable, that's fine. Uh, I have to make sure that versatile actually means that it has that two-handed property, because it may not be the case. Because uh, usually when and... it's two-handed property, it's like greatsword or something like that. It'll yeah. say two-handed for the property. Um... Also, you're the DM, Glenn. I respect oh, I that. You know, I know me, I like to argue. Yeah, because on D&D Beyond it says that it does, it means it has, it can, let me see. See, because I don't know if it has the two-handed property, but it can be wielded with one or two hands. So it makes me believe that it has the one or the two-handed property. Uh, but I don't want to take that away from you. So for now, we'll I feel we'll like just if we did this, fine. we could say it's fine, but I can't use it two-handed? Yes, yeah. Otherwise, so, yeah, I would have to use, use strength or dex. Mm -hmm. Is that fair for now? Until think, yeah, you know, decide fine. otherwise? Yeah, until we find something more definitive that supports or, or against it. I just don't want to, you know, break the game. Because <laughs> I assume they have that part of that that clause within the context for the, the Hexblade for that reason. Um, but, yeah. that's. I mean, like I said, 1d6. Don't worry, I'm not going to do it, any uh, murder hobo mode <laughs> Okay. as I look over at uh, Magdor. Oh, oh no, I missed my swing. Break the staff. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize that this armor was so heavy. Moving around, I uh. Well, I mean, it's not like you moved fast, anyways. I did my research wrong, so I thought my AC was. Good. But I forgot that I don't get dexterity modifier, heavy armor. For uh, scale mail, chain mail. I mean, scale mail. I got plus two for dexterity. Could you, uh, like, modify it back if you wanted to? Um, I mean, I don't That's mind it. That's a good it. question. I, I could, but I didn't lose I'm anything scared. from it except for 25 okay. gold. So it's not like... Narratively, it looks better anyway, and I'll get more advantages later on as okay. we level up. And it looks badass. All right, um, Vol's gonna look at Knox and Magdor. Well, um, could I? Yes. Could I try something? Sure. 
<laughs> Bull, Bull doesn't uh, know when, uh, what that means when Nox says that. Uh, Nox is going to turn into their half-elf form. Uh, probably get like maybe five feet away. Uh, and is going to kick the bottom of the staff to have it do an uppercut and see uh, if they learned how to use this battle staff property. Uh, does a 17 hit? 17 hits. Okay. Uh, I do successfully thwack him, so uh, I just wanted to see if that worked or not as I, like, give it a kick to see if it hits his chin. I didn't intend to actually try to, like, hit him to do damage. Just wanted to see if I could do it. I want to see what as the damage Glenn is. is. I just want to see. Too much. I'm not taking that off. If it was, like, three, I'd take it off. Sorry, what's up? Okay. Uh, I was just uh, testing out the, my thwack feature now. Mm-hmm. If uh, we were to allow the uh, the, the quarter staff to be used as a, uh, you know, a thingamaboober. Um, yeah, the, and, uh, uh, somebody asked the question to Jeremy Crawford, who is the rules guy at Wizards, and he said, if it does not list a certain property such as finesse or two-handed that appears in the weapons row table, the weapon, yeah, so... It was literally somebody who was like, the Hexwarf class feature mentions the lacks the two-handed property, so would a longsword or a spear be okay, since they have the versatile property? And he said if it does not include it in the weapons table, which what you have is technically a quarterstaff, uh, yep. which only has versatile property, which means that you can use it one or two-handed without any... So you can use it to hit for D8 with two hands if you want. Right, but <clears throat> since I'm probably going to be having that shield, like I said, I'm only going to oh, use that one-handed, so that's it. why I wasn't going to... But gonna, you do have the I'm availability not to, to do so. So if you don't have the shield out and you want to hit a little harder, totally up to you. And technically, I got a plus four in charisma. I got a plus three in dexterity, so it would have been one less, you know, on the each, but... Yeah, it helps a know. little bit. Thank you, Glenn. You look great today. Inspiration. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I will use it against you. I know you will. <laughs> Hey, hey, Vol. Hey, Vol. Yes, Macdor. I think that's the first time you've used my name. Definitely not the first time, but I don't use your name a lot. You I think that's the first Dorf. time you said your name. I usually like, do, but... As in talking to me, not talking about me. That's fair. Usually say Dwarf or the Dwarf. Uh, with the dwarven dwarf. Yeah, because you are the dwarf. You know? With the dwarven dwarf. And the dwarven thrower dwarf. Dwarf. Can we... Wait. You have a dwarven thrower? Is that also what you are called, Vol? The dwarven thrower? Can we do a multi-attack? Can you throw he, you? He Wait, why will you throw the dwarven oh, thrower? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Everybody no, no. realized what was happening <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> what if... What if... <laughs> Uh, Magdor just straps a chain onto the dwarven thrower. I throw Magdor. Magdor throws the dwarven thrower, but it pulls him along. And so he just gets extra zoom. You got pulled off by your hammer. Like Hulk and Thor, essentially? (laughs) Your hammer pulled you off. (laughs) Um, Um, I need you all to collectively choose odds or evens. Oh, shit. Odds. Odds. It's agreed. It's agreed. It's odds. Cool. Thank you. You'll find out what that's for later. Okay. Cool. Um, Uh, Paul's gonna look at Nox and Magro. Okay, like, tell me. Can we we do our job? Yeah. Tell me. Tell me what do I need to do? Uh, What haven't you told me? Is there anything 
that you might have forgotten. Tell me about your meeting with Sibsian. Tell me what uh, he's capable of. I can find him. How? Oh. He, he's got one of the coins. Are you able, are you able to track these coins? You sly bastard. Oh, uh, I can, yeah. <laughs> can you really? Mechanically? I have locate object. And it's an object I'm familiar with since I made it. So you just have to walk around the town and, like, try and... Yep. I mean, because it only works within, what, 300 feet? Something like that? 1,000. 1,000 feet. Yeah. That's a nice range. A thousand foot radius around you, correct? Yes, yeah. Cool. Wow. Um, what, okay, what so... Do you say? You've got the... You, you gave him one of the coins. And you're able to track it. So, as far as I know, just to recap, Sipsian said that the coin spinners were responsible for all of this, and I was told that the Arcane Brotherhood was responsible for all of this, that they hired the coin spinners to capture you, but they got me instead. But then Sipsian works for the Arcane Brotherhood, and then they also have your scroll, and there's a kid who can summon giant birds. Does that seem about right? That's about right so far. So I look and, over at Krosov and I sweat a little. So you you made a deal with Sipsian. He'd give you information about me, promising that he's not involved, but he may actually be involved. Uh and uh and we told him we uh we uh we wouldn't go after him. You said you wouldn't go after him. I never said uh, anything about me. Did you say anything about me? Please tell me you didn't promise that I wouldn't go after him, because that's uh, you know you can't uh, control. I did me. not. Nope, okay. he, 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 and the verbally and hastily written contract we made, we said we, and there's only two of us there, would go, not go after him. Okay, I can it's find getting him, dark. But I won't go after him. That's, okay. I mean, we can do this. Getting, it's getting dark. We should hurry quick. Because uh, I'm not going to be able to see as well eventually. But the sooner we find him, the sooner we can put this all behind us. Don't you have the night vision goggles? Probably gave them back to you at some point. I... I, <laughs> I check my pockets. I don't have it on me. Uh, did you give it oh. to me and I wasn't aware? Oh, look, they're right here. I happen to have them. <laughs> I had them the whole oh, time. Oh, cool. <laughs> I'll take them and I'll put them on then. And, uh, I'll go, uh... So the, there's a good chance they're probably at clear light. We also can use the fine item, the thingamaboober Magda was talking about on the scroll, too. I'm, I'm hoping Do that we, both of them are in the same area. I mean, that would be nice. That would be convenient. Um, Alright. I mean, we, we know find that Sipsian's working with them, at least. Whether he's friendly or a spy, we don't know. Alright, so we find Sipsian figure out what role he has to play in all of this incapacitate like him somehow and then we'll find your scroll and when we find your scroll then we take Sipsian back if he clearly well if he didn't want the scroll then he's not going to be a threat except for our side quest but but he could have just told it, you he could have just made that deal with you and given you information about me to throw you off his trail if we meet him, we should probably ask about the scroll first, and if he doesn't want to divulge the information, 
Then we can persuade him. Well, our job was not to kill him anyways, so we can't kill him. But regardless, finding him will probably lead us to everybody else, one way or the other. It's it's mm. dinner time now. Uh, I think Clearlight does a dinner line. Uh, we could probably go there and start the search there and not be suspicious. Um, then Vol's gonna tap his chest and say his command word, change, and it's just gonna change it to like a. <laughs> it's just gonna change it to a cloak. Um, uh, your command word is change. Yeah, Vol's a simple man. Um, How do you get to choose your word? He has to say. Rutabaga. Does that change my cloak when he says it? No, you you, I think you have to say it because you you're tuned. French. Vol, you have to say it in French. Change. Change. <laughs> um, I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> um, I'm ready, and it's just gonna be just like a regular like black cloak, making me look like a seven foot shady individual with my boots of elven kind. So at least I step quietly. Uh, I'm going to what? say Rutabaga and change mine into my bag cloak. Walking I've grown fond back. of it. Um. Macdo, are you sure you want to walk around looking like a bag? Maybe when change into that when you have to hide from people? Uh, you're probably right. I'm going to say rutabaga and change exactly what my uh, chainmail looks like. It looks like I'm just wearing two layers of chainmail. A few times you've been around that bag, so you shouldn't act like a chainmail hag. Because he ain't no hollaback dwarf. He ain't no hollaback dwarf. <laughs> Alright. Nox, do you have everything you need? I start gathering my stuff. I'll uh, call Crusoe to my uh, shoulder and I go, Look, I I can... They're not going to take to us kindly. They know who we are. I, I, there's only one way I can think of that we can actually get in, get in, but unless we, it's either we go in guns blazing or we... Sneak in. What's a gun? Uh, Guns exist. Have Do you they? ever heard of a blunderbuss? <laughs> Do they actually? Yeah, they're all yeah. they're black powder still, <laughs> but you learn something uh, new every day. Okay, my bad for being a smartass. Um, <laughs> I I minor illusion a blunderbuss and go. Yeah, you could buy these. Uh, that they, they oh. you you put very expensive black powder in it and they go boom boom. It's a shame we don't have copious mm. amounts of gold. Truly is a shame. Um, I can make one of those. How much do they cost? Is it more a than a hundred gold? For a blunderbust? Oh, I spelled uh, it wrong. It says... It's, the thing says 300, 300 but it's up to, oh. yeah. up to Glenn. Yeah, oh, that's I can't uh, make that. Never mind. Yeah, but it also takes a specific pro its proficiency in firearms. So, like, using it, you guys would only add dexterity. Like, you wouldn't be able to add proficiency if you just bought one to use. All right. Um, we'll figure out when we get closer. Uh, we'll see. We'll scout the area first before we decide how to make our approach. If the easiest way for us to make our approach would be just to go through the front door, then so be it. We just defeated a giant fucking snake, a tentacle monster, and a were-tiger. What are some humans compared to us? They got a giant well, bird. Fuck the giant bird. They, we'll cook it and eat it. 
They have children that can cast magic. Fuck the kids. Anything that attacks us is is is, is should be ready to die. Honestly, I was waiting for you to say that you're gonna eat it as well. Uh, I was kind of <laughs> concerned. No, we'll too, uh, too 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 scrawny, too much cartilage. It's not uh, not an ideal diet for Goliath. Anyways, lead the way. Clear Thank light. God, you said. I... It's uh, I don't actually remember. And then I think Vol's just gonna look at Nox and wait for them to say something about clear light. If we're gonna do this, okay, uh, blunderbuss blazing. That's the worst that could happen. As I head down the, uh, the, sorry, Nox heads down the uh, stairway that leads to the lobby to make uh, dominating eye contact with the uh, the bookkeeper of this hotel one last time. Vol's just gonna put a hand over Nox's eyes. And then I'm going to go up to the bookkeeper and I'm going to put three gold on the counter. Excuse me, sir. Mm. Yes? Uh, I'd like to apologize for all the inconvenience we caused. We're stepping out for the night and we'll check out tomorrow later in the afternoon. Of course. Thank you, sir. I'm going to push the three gold over and then we'll leave. Whether he takes it or not. We're just gonna... I mean, it just sits there for now, but uh, he seems receptive for sure. I, I would also like to say I did uh, strap the alchemy jug to my back um, and have it underneath the cloak. So it does look like I have a hunchback, but you know. <laughs> it's alright. That's <laughs> that's and fair. Off we go, I guess. To clear light. And away we go. Yeah, so you make your way towards clear light. Uh, it's not quite to a point where it's dark yet because it is... Uh, oh no, it's it's fall time, so yeah. Uh, in about 30 minutes, it will be completely dark. Um, as it, the sun sets a little earlier, the closer you get to winter. You all know that. Uh, but not all of our West Coast friends understand this to be true. So, uh... <laughs> I don't understand. Why is it getting darker? <laughs> it happens. It's just way less impactful, so I don't think it's as noticed. But, yeah, so you make your way towards clear light, and you can kind of see it kind of because it stands a little taller being like an older sort of cathedral-esque building with you know that one really good looking window uh not window that yeah one really good looking window um and as you approach you can see the the line that you know Volta talked about earlier of people getting ready to oh Magdor said that about the uh, soup line? Yes, Magdor. Magdor said that, and thank you for that. Uh, and, yeah, you see them getting in, you know, getting prepped to feed all these people. Um, it is getting cooler, uh, and the, you can see the similar. It's got these li- large walls around it because it does have a graveyard on one side, um, and on the other side it has some, like, lower-level housing, um, but no obvious entrances or exits that you would be easily accessible without walking past or through a door that you don't necessarily have permission to go in. <clears throat> Nox. No. Nox, could you use that bird to find a uh, way in? I would uh, kind of give a side eye over to uh, the vole. And uh, I kind of like start looking forward and I kind of like lean against him as I uh, warg into the crow and the crow takes it off. 
Uh, I'm going to see if I can't find a weak point in the uh, security of this uh, building. Okay. Um, go ahead and make a perception check as said crow. Sure. Uh, let's see. I'm pretty sure Kaka, or sorry, Krisov has like a plus one or zero. I don't remember. But it either got a six or a seven. I'll let you take your pick. Whatever sounds good to you today. Um, you think. You look amazing. That... <laughs> Thanks. You get the seven, buddy. Uh, you think that <laughs> the most accessible ways to get in are via the main entrances, but you just kind of have to maybe wait for the rotation of guards. Okay. I'll uh, work back in and uh, report this to Volan and go, I mean, there's only really one easy way in, but we, we might have to wait until uh, people start shifting around if we want to sneak in. Or if we want to take care of them and have the most amount of time. Why don't... We don't, we don't even yes, know if it's in I there. Can. Let me, let me, uh, let me see if I can find something. Okay, I can only... Um, I can only That's do this a few times. All right, the two of you wait here, and I'm assuming we're a little a bit away from the church. The two of you wait here, uh, Magdor. While you do that, I'm gonna go stand in line and see if I f find anything. I'm gonna pretend to be one of these people. Is what I'm if I notice I, anything, you're definitely the most conspicuous of all of us. All right, and then Vol's just gonna go off and stand in line while Magdor. We are within a thousand feet of clear light right now, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to do locate object on my scroll. Um, yeah, you're probably only a couple hundred feet away. Um, and if you look at the map that I sent you guys, uh, just so you have a reference for where this place is, you can look at the bottom one. Uh, as far as where you currently are, it looks like... Because the city's not very big. It's not huge, as you can see. Um, probably only about a half mile from one side to the other. It's just it's so crowded that it normally takes a little bit of time to walk from one place to another. But being the evening time, this is probably one of the only crowded places other than the bar scene or the shore um, in the city. So you are probably half... You see where the ruins of Elusk are? Yes? Yes, yes, yes. Nick has given me that. Yeah, cool. So about halfway through the city, a little to the north and east is about where the coin spinners are located, closer to the closer to the uh, shoreline of the the river running through the middle of town. Okay, so that um, walled off building there. Yeah. About. Yeah. Yeah. About there. Yeah, we'll just say there. That look that works really really well actually, um, and. So that walled off building and what it is that you feel kind of looking forward <coughs> towards this building, which you assume it to be in, uh, Magdor, but you feel it more directed towards the west and a little south. It's west, west, or west, southwest. That was for the scroll, right? Yeah. Well, no, for the scroll? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's looking oh. for the scroll. For the scroll. Oh, Glenn. Yes. Yeah. Do you accidentally drop your DM screen? Okay. No. Yeah. No. That's yeah. You feel the scroll over there. All right. And I am. I was gonna do the coin first. I was just being narratively Magdor. So I'm gonna go over to Knox and be like, 
I don't think my scroll's here. Where, where can it be then, Magdor? I, I don't know, but I, I know it's not here. It, it's it's that way, and I'm gonna go over to the west. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll cast message to Vol and say, uh, Vol, Magdor is able to detect the the scroll, but it's not in clear light. It's it's elsewhere. Maybe a safe house or something. What about the coin? I I look at Magdor and go, and the coin. All right, I guess I could look for that too. So I'm going to do it again on the coin. He said they were about the same spot. You feel them both in the same direction. The exact same direction. I'm going to kind of like turn and face that direction. I think they're both in the same spot. And just get really kind of hyped up. And I'll relay that over to Vol as well via message once again. Alright, let me just finish here and see if I can notice anything, and then we'll head in that direction. Um, oh, so as Are you talking to him right now? I say that yes, to Yes, he's... Him. Yes, uh... Yes, Magdora, he's talking... Oh gosh. Will you help we me get him some food? I'm hungry. We, we got food at home. Rations. Magdor rations. his arms. Uh, I like roll my eyes and I go <laughs> message the full. All right, Macdor wants food. He's low in sugar. McDonald's uh, happy meal. Fine. <laughs> um, so as I'm going through this line, uh, does Vol notice anything? Just looking um, around. What are you looking for? I guess is a good, the best question to ask. Anything that I might remember from what the people who kidnapped me might look like, whether I might see that human that I that went away, whether I might see that drow, or just anything that might resemble somebody standing on guard, because I was told this was a coin spinner's facility or like location. Okay, uh, go ahead and make a history check. History check first, yes, sir. Gonna be not super great. Eleven. All right, now make a perception check. Trying to remember what their faces look like and now looking for said faces. 24. Okay, so you think you recognize... The the tough part is that you have a very vague picture of what happened. It was kind of blinks and flashes when you're being taken to the cave. Um, So you can't place anybody specifically that you see currently. Um behind these tables with, you know, different ladles and soups and breads uh, for all these people as um, right here you can see if you look at those four table pieces right here, this is where the soup line is and this is the outer walls around clear light and then you have your entrances and here's where the one good window is. Um, so yeah, you're kind of like moving through the line here, kind of hood up, you know, just trying to kind of make your way through. And you can see that behind these tables, none of the people, any of the people at the, cause there's a door here. 
and a door here. You guys would know that from being in the city for long enough, other than these two main entrances. Both of these are like wrought iron gates and they're locked. There's a little cemetery off here and here. And uh, yeah, you don't recognize anybody, but that's a, uh, that's what I was doing. <laughs> okay. Um, then Vol's just gonna pick up some food. Um, Vol's gonna try to get just a little bit more than others purely because he's gonna use his size to his advantage. Yeah, you're big. Please, a growing growing man needs more food than this. <laughs> yeah, I think Do I hear Vol say this? Um, make a I would take good money. <laughs> I would pay good money to make sure I hear Vol say this. Or he, so uh, may I have some 11. more? 11? No, you don't quite hear. You do see him, like, look at a plate they handed him, a, they hand him a plate, and then he just kind of gestures back towards them and says something, and they put some more on it. You don't know exactly what was said, but you definitely see that they he gestured for more, and they gave him more. And I'm going to thank them Aww. and head back to the group. Um, I'm going to split it up into whatever I've gotten into, like, three portions. I'm like, all right. Uh, fuel up a little bit. There should be enough to keep us going for a while. Uh, Magdor, I got you an extra bread roll because you were the only one who was crying about food. So, thanks. He doesn't have anything to say. You brought him food. He's happy. I'm gonna mage hand that extra bread roll. Okay. So I'm gonna. Uh, move my hand up. You're gonna see a uh, a glowing, translucent hand move towards that bread roll, Magdor. I'm gonna like swat at it, <laughs> like it's a bug. It, it's gonna, like it's gonna try to swat back at you, like uh, we're playing tennis or something. I throw the bread roll at it. Hey, hey! Uh, don't, gonna... <laughs> don't, don't play with your food. Eat up, and then let's get going. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm gonna eat real quick, and um, while we're eating, I'm gonna tell Vol point in the direction. It's like I I don't know exactly what it is, but it's that way. Uh, and I point towards the west, and uh, I tell him like I I don't know what's out there. I don't know if we should walk or we should try to get a better view of it, but it's definitely that way. Both of them are. All right, um, we'll we'll go on foot for now. Uh, I don't think we're standing out too much, and it's going to be dark, so we shouldn't draw too much attention to ourselves. All right, I'll take these back, and then uh, we'll start headed off that way. Good deal. Yeah. We head west. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, west southwest. West southwest. <laughs> Leaving the area for the map I made. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get my face back on this. Uh... I, I didn't want to say it, but I feel bad. It's like Glenn's it's like, oh boy, they're gonna. You guys ever you know, go to infiltrate again? Let's... Now we got a map. Uh... You find there's a safe house that's exactly the same shape as Clearlight. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this time, uh, kind of following. How long does uh, locate object work for? Uh, up to 10 minutes. Up to 10 minutes? Yeah. So following it during this time, you end up uh, realizing pretty quickly that you're headed towards the large tower that is on an island in the middle of the the river. Um, it's known to the locals as 
I believe it's called uh, Blood Island. Cutlass Island. Blood Island is the other island. So this is uh, Cutlass Island, which actually has a couple bridges. There's a bridge that leads past the ruins of Ilesk over to another island, and then another bridge that leads to Cutlass Island, which has the host tower of the Arcane Brotherhood. And on... It's pretty easy to tell that you're actually headed... You feel a direct pull straight towards that tower. Which would be for the coin, because I broke the concentration on the scroll. Yeah, but the direction felt exactly the same. Right. Just I'm just letting you know for oh, yeah. narrative's sake. I got you. You're just looking for this, the coin now, currently. At this point, yeah. Mm-hmm. Matt, so I'm do gonna, we wouldn't happen to be heading to that tower, are we? I'm going to keep walking in the direction of it. Be like, are we close enough that I can kind of pretty much guarantee that uh, it would be in that tower? Yeah. It It's either or in that tower past or past it. it. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Fuck. All right. Mm. Well, fuck. Uh, Nox. Vol says as he's looking up at the tower. Nox, how do you feel about assaulting a tower that's apparently... Does anybody know anything about this tower? I think, well, Simpson said they were mages. Hmm. How... Good are you with mages? As long as I can cut everybody bleeds the same when you cut them down, so I mean that that's technically true. It's just if they're mages, I'm probably gonna be at a disadvantage. Aren't you a mage? Yeah, that's the problem. They can undo my magic. Can you well, undo theirs? Just, just don't let them do that. It's as easy as that. When somebody wants to cut me, I just stop them. Right. When I'm depressed, you just be happy, right? Yeah, that's how it works. That's how it works. No, it's not, you fucking idiot. What whoa, if... whoa, whoa. What is with this language? Calm down. You need to think more sensibly. For who? It's just us three, and we're, the bun- we're a bunch of idiots. I'm getting hit with hypnotic pattern because Glenn is fucking changing his camera on me and it's distracting me so hard. Like a motherfucker. <laughs> I thought he fixed it, but he fucking fishbowled camera me. God damn. Uh, Glenn, big brain time. Anyway. Um, would I know for the staff of power um, just about it? Like, sorry, make a history or an arcana check. All right. Um, where's history? History starts with an H. Nope, definitely don't. I'm gonna tell you that now. What'd you I roll? rolled an eight. Which one did you roll? History. History. Yeah. Arcana. That's if I offer you two options, one's gonna be easier, one's gonna be harder. Um, yeah. History is the harder of the two. I, yeah, Magdor's not specific. magical. He would he would have yeah. known it for the craftsmanship versus. He's just the like, yeah, it's, it's a really nice staff. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Magdor, spit, spit why, all time on why that. do you keep staring at my staff? 
Just wondering if it could help us. How it could help us. I mean, I could cast Fireball at the tower, but... I, if, if you need somebody to come here or get the attention, that's one way of doing it. Can they... Let's not, let's not draw can they block those spells? Yet. That was Magdor to Nox. Can they block what? Can they block the staff? Can they block the staff? The spells from it. If, if they're powerful enough, yes. Oh. I'm guessing, maybe. Alright, listen. You're a mage, right? As I point this staff at him. Me? Can you block this? Listen, we need to. Let's 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 just all think of a way to get onto that island and not have to deal with all these fucking mages starting to throw spells at us. Oh, we. That's raising I know. his voice again. We just cross the bridge. Right, let's just cross the bridge. Let's start with that. That sounds like a good idea. Can we cross the bridge, Glenn? Um, to get across the first bridge to go to the tower, the Ar host tower, the Arcane Brotherhood is no. There is no. Nothing keeping you from it. Uh, there's a bridge that goes across to a second island, and on that island there is a gatehouse with, uh, you know, people there that seem to be keeping people from going in unless they have some reason to be in. You don't know exactly how they're getting in. <clears throat> Magdor, you're a guard before. You can do it again. I'm not the only one who could pretend to be someone else. You're right. Full. You're, you're the long-lost lieutenant of Luskin. You came back to your post. You left it 20 years ago. But now you finally returned to claim the place that, is right, that this gatekeep is your birthright full. You can just sneak in. Could probably just tell them that we came here to investigate a disturbance. Also, the guards do As not look like the city guards. They seem to have different uniforms. Can we see those uniforms? Clearly. Yes. You can see the front side. Does that mean they can... I was say, can they clearly see us walking down this bridge towards them? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's All getting right, dark, but there's torches along the bridge the bridge leading up to the gatehouse. This is the one time I'll allow gatekeeping in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up! All right. Let's... I'll fight you. <laughs> There's a there's a good chance that because we can see them, they can see us. Let's go off into points at an alley or something to hide from plain view and just wait there for a while. I have an idea, I think. Okay. Alright. Okay. I trust you. And then as we go into the alley... So we're gonna... Are you going back across the first bridge? Because there's no alleyways on the second island. Or the oh, there's no alleyways? Probably... Okay. No, it's literally um, just big enough to hold probably the like a beach and like... Yeah, it's like... Because you guys didn't see that picture. It's not a huge island. There's a few buildings. Oh, no, there is a few buildings on it. Yeah. There is a small alleyway you could tuck into there. There's a few buildings, but it looks like the buildings are probably mem belong to members of people that live and or work at the tower. So... So... 
The idea is we walk menacingly towards the gatekeep, and then before we get too close, we just pop in 90 degrees and then, like, start side-shimming behind one of their family buildings. No, yes. no. No, no. We were not walking menacingly, <laughs> or at least I wasn't. I was walking like a shady individual. There's a big difference. Okay. It's a huge difference. <laughs> um, right, so when we get in the I alley, alright. stop snapping, then. Alright. Um, here's what we're gonna do. Because, Nox, you look... You look more like a mage. What? Magdorna. Staff of power gives it well, Just... Just... He, yeah, <laughs> staff kind of... Well, how? Just, just listen. Magdor and I I'm will listening. turn into those guards. And when then there's a change in guards, we're gonna pretend that we're bringing you in for interrogation because you've offended the Brotherhood. I don't know. What if Wouldn't he was those Sipsian? Guards report? Fucking brilliant. I mean, I'm not against the idea. The The only matter is why Sip Sipsian is already in there, and they know that. Also, they just watched two, uh, a giant man, Goliath, a little dwarf, and a person holding a staff, and then watched him walk behind a building, and then I come out creeping in the hallways, you know, like, hello, fellow teenagers, I'm Subsun. Did you not hear <laughs> the first part where I said we wait for, the, for a change in guard? You don't think they're going to report their findings? They've probably been sitting there for hours doing nothing but thumbing each other's asses. I don't know what they do. They're going to be I, bored. I I don't know where your imagination went with that, Nox, but we can just, if it doesn't work the first time, we just wait for the second time. But then, if it's going to be Sipsian coming up to them and giving them a direct order, and they've been working for him, and mages are known to do all sorts of crazy teleportation bullshit, why would it be so far-fetched that, sure, he came in once, never left, but still came in again? My head hurts. You know what? This is so stupid, I'm going to do it. Okay, so we'll just wait till the change of guard. And then we'll 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 just try it. And then Vol's gonna look around to see if he can climb up onto one of these roofs if they're short enough, and just lie there and just keep watch. Okay. Yeah, you find a way to get up on top of one of the roofs that's out of like the torch light because now that it's dark most of these things are lit by torch and there's a decent amount of cloud cover currently so like there's not a lot of like natural light currently um and so yeah you kind of hide up there in one of the shadows among one of the crooks of the roofs and uh kind of like peek your head up and just watch um and, it takes and i'm about... gonna whisper down um just stay quiet and then we'll wait for wait for your what wait for my signal What's your signal? Just wait! And then Vol's gonna go back to watching. I guess I gotta disguise myself too. I'm gonna say Rutabaga and turn into the bag again. Rutabaga. And I'm gonna try to get into the role, that way I can be ready for this. I'm gonna turn into, uh, I'm, I'm gonna say Alohomora, uh, and change my thing into what I saw Sipson dress as when he came in that night, and then I'm gonna turn into uh, Sipson. Okay. So I am a drow, hot, bod, motherfucker. So yeah. 
Sorry, faux, I daydream about Sipson a lot. So faux Sipson and a sack of potatoes sit behind a house in the darkness while their friend is laying on the roof staring at the guards. And about five, ten minutes goes by, and eventually uh, a rotation goes uh, through, and it looks like the guards themselves come from within the arcade, the tower of the Arcane Brotherhood, and then the ones that were out there go back in within the, you know, across the bridge and head back into the tower. So it looks like their barracks is located on this island with the host tower, um, but a new set of guards is currently there. Paul's gonna hop off the roof. Alright. Now's our chance. But I have to wait for the signal. I mean, I have to wait for the signal. Uh, this is the signal. Signal. Alright. Ah! Uh, I start running. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah! I'm hunted by a Goliath. Sean Jay, and then I'm gonna change into the whatever uniform I saw the guards wearing. Um, Magdor, change into this. And then I'm going to point at myself. Does this robe have a limit on length? Can um, it look longer than it is? Yeah, it's just like if somebody touches it, it's an illusion. So All right, having I'm it going too to... long may be risky. I'm going to say Rutabaga. Like if it drags on the ground, it's not going to make marks. Right. I'm going to say Rutabaga and have armor the exact same as Vol's. Thighs and everything. You do. You do that. And it's got, Back like, for reference, the color scheme is, like, it's pretty common looking, like, plate chainmail sort of stuff. Uh, similar to the guards otherwise, but it's got the symbol of the Arcane Brotherhood, which, uh, along with the color scheme of gold and, like, a dark royal purple, um, uh, 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 uh. I know that I've seen this symbol before. Oh, cool. What a fun symbol. Um, is uh, is represented by a pin that's across that holds a cape on. And the pin looks kind of like a, you know, like a long leaf. But instead of having rounded edges, it, it yeah, it's like an arrowhead. A long arrowhead uh, with some interesting looking uh, sort of V appearance uh things stacked on it and uh this this is where i make a Yu-Gi-Oh card reference that everybody understands blue eyes white dragon all right cool that's the fucking symbol tight um and i'm gonna after i change my suit to the full-sized one i'm gonna kind of chuckle huh <laughs> i know what you meant and i'm gonna say rutabaga and change it to a, a magdor sized one Ooh, that's that's cool. Yeah, so my my suit is backdoor sized. <laughs> All right, um, we're gonna go around closer to the bridge we just crossed and make it seem like we're crossing the bridge. Because it okay. is full on dark okay. now, um, and I need as you as you step out. Or you guys want to go? Do you want to go yet? Yeah. Are we ready? Knox, uh, Sibsian. You're going to be leading this. You're returning from some investigation or whatever the fuck. And we were just your bodyguards. And I give a deep sweeping bow. And with a shit-eating smirk and I go, This is my nature, friend. 
Don't you worry. I'll get us in. Right, let's go around, not go out from this alley we just came through because it's too close, but let's let's step out from that side. Okay. Uh, I will do as he asks and uh, step to the side. You oh, do that. That's happy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you step out, making it appear as though you've just come across the first bridge, and there's no guards there, people crossing currently, so it's not like anybody is there to refute whether or not you came across the bridge. Uh, and you step across, you know, the other side, so the east side of the uh, that first island, and start to walk towards the first bridge. As you're crossing, the clouds kind of, like, you know, move out away to reveal something that kind of stirs something within you, Bull. A full moon. And I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. And I, to be fair, I'm letting you know this right now. I wrote down on my sheet right over here what time this was going to happen in real time. And this is the time. I did not. At 420 Eastern Standard, blaze it. Uh, technically, it was 419, but I was letting you guys decide how you were going to enter, technically. But yeah. <laughs> I rolled a 16. Okay. Um. Oh, sorry. Did you make that roll with disadvantage? Um, even with disadvantage, it's a 16. You got two of the same number? Uh, I rolled a 16 and an 18. Oh, my God. Wow. So with advantage, it would have been 18, yeah. Oh my god, good work. Yeah, you um, pause for a moment and kind of like, like as you're walking, yeah, you feel your heart kind of like beat extra hard as if it like grew a little bit, you know, Grinch style. And uh, uh, you see, you two see Vol pause and jolt a little bit and like react to something as if something hit him. Um, But then he just kind of Shakes it off. Um, who is... Where are you positioned when you're walking, Vol? Um, I imagine we would just be, like, flanking Sibsian. Me and Magdor. So either okay. on the left or the right, and then Sibsian's kind of in the middle. Magdor, you have dark vision, right? Yeah. Yep, so um, do I, because I got you... the goggles on. Oh, you're wearing Oh, the you had the goggles on as Sibsian? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So you both see that his eyes uh, were slitted for a moment, but that's the only noticeable change. And when he kind of like shook it off, he looked to be himself again and he's fine. Ah, well, you're, you're right still there, recovering. God. Yeah, I think I'm just still recovering from that battle. Let's, let's keep moving. Yeah, I swing uh, my staff towards him, like full length at him. And I go, are you? Are you sure, Vol? And you're going to see red eyes uh, peering through the blue lenses as I stare at him. I'm hesitant. Yeah, I mean, uh, for people listening, as far as Vol is aware, he seems fine. It just seems weird. He just seems tired. So, yeah, no, I'm I'm fine, Sibsian. All right. See where this carries us. And I'm gonna return the staff back to my length. I look at Vol very, very nervously because I'm a tender boy. I would not survive a, a weird tiger yeah. encounter like that. What the, the fuck, fuck was that? Was, what? What? I, 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 
I start like aiming like I got like staff in both hands like aiming around like a machine gun the fuck was that calm down calm down sir we're, we're, we're almost we're almost at the tower let's let's keep going I give the orders here uh, yeah, God. yes sir And you walk. Fucking cats. Yeah? Go for yeah. it. Yes. <laughs> Continuing? Yes. All right. So uh, we continue forward after a slight hiccup. Um, and as soon as you come into view, because these look like they're both humans, so they couldn't really see very well in the dark, uh, you get yeah, closer. Yeah, I don't know if I can. I'll hold up my staff just to show that we're there by casting light on the staff. That way oh, they can see us. Oh, they're very, very confused to see you. They look surprised and shocked to see Sibsian walking towards them. And uh, one of them whispers uh, to the other one and he leaves. Um, and the other one waits at attention um, for you to get closer to speak to you, it seems like. Okay. I'll walk within, like, listening distance and I'll cast message, message to him and go... Open the gates. Uh, um. Uh. And out loud, he says, "I'm. I'm sorry, sir. We've never." And he gets close and he says, "He says you're not supposed to be. Why are you walking in the open, coming through the front gate of the Arcane Brotherhood?" I is very tired. I've done much today. Oh. Okay. Okay. Uh. I and- found information of. Okay. Uh, and they he goes and like pulls a lever, and uh, you can hear it clink some things. It and then it feels like it, when he squeezes the end of it, there's like a you know what you recognize to us is like a like on a motorcycle handle where you brake, but he squeezes mm-hmm. it and pulls and then releases. Oh, like a, yeah. Yeah, and that makes some gears whir, and the and uh, the gate itself starts to up. And uh, and he says, uh, quickly, sir, uh, they will be expecting you. And I'm going to say, where did the little scallion go for? Does he not wish to greet me? I'm, I'm sorry, sir, your accent seems weird. Um, they, sorry. The other guard. He went to go fooled. let the Brotherhood know you were arriving. Good. I like announcements. And I'm gonna go through the gate. And they let he lets you in, and then you know, probably 10, 15 feet in, you hear it close behind you. Uh, but if you look back, you see that the guy's still kind of eyeing warily at you. Um, Did he say where? I need you. <laughs> I need you to make a. Um, I need you to make a performance check. Sure. I believe... Uh, you can do performance or deception. What's up? Whatever's up to you. Well, if it's deception, it would be with disadvantage if he was trying to ascertain like whether or not I was, I'm was really Simpson or not. Well, he's not just making of, any uh, checks. I'm just having you make a okay. check for if anybody does have to hit a DC to, re- to figure out who you are. Sure. Uh, right now, it's at a 15. Perfect. And you did that with advantage because of your ability to shape change. I yes. mean, I was going to try yeah. to milk that out. You have advantage, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Then uh, 18. Lovely. So you walk in with all the confidence in the world, looking just 
like sips into your memory and um Bold's gonna be keeping an eye out, and I'm gonna say this specifically, passively. We're just making uh, sure that everything is You always okay around keep him. a passive eye out. Are you trying to make a point of looking for something specifically? No, I just want I just wanted to flaunt my observant feet, that's it. Well, your passive perception's always active. <laughs> as long as you're conscious. Good. So I got Good. you, boo. I got you. Uh <laughs> Yeah, so you uh continue in and uh there's like another gate but like it's way less you know ornate and there's way less i don't know what the word is for it they they don't ask you for any identification they don't they just open it up for you it's smaller it's less heavily built uh yeah because you've already made it through the one where they need to know who you are uh and you come in to like there's like 15 20 foot high stone walls surrounding this whole building um, and or surrounding the whole island, or at least this area of the island, um, and you can see that the actual host tower is outside of the walls to your right. Um, but it in itself is probably 70, 80, 100 feet tall, something in that realm. Very tall, with four separate spires around a central, a larger central spire that rise way into the sky. Um, and inside of this walled area on the island. You can see that there are several different buildings. One of them, they all look like, you know, they're well-built, uh, masterfully made, and uh, people are kind of just milling about, uh, going from building to building. You don't really know what's in each one. Um, where would you like to go? I think we need to drop our disguises. I hope you don't say that out loud because I like I turn around well not turn around I give him like the the head tilt and kind of look at him as if to say don't I'm gonna message Vol and I'm gonna say what do you think we need to get to that tower then in we go and I'm gonna head towards uh, the tower Okay, so you go kind of make your way through this uh, area with these smaller buildings that's walled in towards the uh, the gate. There is a gate leading out of it uh, with, that leads towards like the Arcane Brother, the host of the Arcane Brotherhood's actual tower. And um, upon arriving at the entrance, you see the same guard that was out front, um, along with a familiar face as Sibsian is standing there. And he says, I wonder who could be masquerading as me. Ah, Wait. Yes. You're Sipsian. Then who's this? As what Vol would oh, like to say. Vol doesn't Fred. actually say that. Oh, I was going to say, I look at Vol and I go, no, 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 no. Who could none. this be? I am Sipsian. Who is Z? Sibsian does not own a staff of power. The Arcane Brotherhood knows this. Uh, I immediately message Vol uh, by everybody can see my mouth the word fuck. Uh, and I turn and go, Brother! It's been too long. It is your twin cousin, Bibsian. Ha, 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 ha. 
if oh shit uh, if <laughs> you are amiable we will take you in question you we can take you with force but I would not recommend it brother that, that's no way the treats a family. twin brother cousin drop the masquerade okay cousin brother there's no way to be acting like that. Oh, Simpson. Hello, Magdor. How are you? Wonderful. How did you get our guards' uh, uniforms? Um, we found the laundry surface. Sure you did. Uh, so, as long as your changeling friend would like to change, as I now see Vola and Magdor, there is only one piece missing. If you would mind terribly just being yourself, and if you wish to speak, we can um, go in. My house is just inside. And he kind of gestures to the building to the right of him. It's still inside this walled area. Um, my quarters are there. Would you like to have a candid conversation about why you are here? Lead the way. I must see. I. It is unsettling to see a vision of myself that is not me. Please. But I am beautiful. And that says so much of us. But. But. It is I must insist. I insist. I insist more. Magdor, Bull, please join me. Nox, or sorry, your friend can stay outside. All Agreed. right. Agreed. So I guess we'll. I'll follow Tipsian. Uh, we'll leave Charlemagne and, uh, outside. As he opens the door to one of these buildings, uh, as he lets he lets you two go in first, if you would like. Uh, it's a small, not super nice place, but it has a fireplace, uh, a single bed, a little desk. Um, and before he goes, and he says, "You well are welcome to come in if you choose to be yourself." It's hard. As I turn into the half elf, and I'm gonna say this while uh, shifting, so you can see like the the skin like ripping away and stuff. It's hard to say be yourself when the reason we're here is of something similar. I do not follow. Well, you probably should start following. They're inside. And, uh, Vol, as you go in and see them start to converse, you look back and once again see the moon high in the sky. And you make another wisdom saving throw with disadvantage. I rolled a five. Simpson, um, I'm gonna go for a walk. Don't mind me. <laughs> Before, the other two times when you'd kind of, whether in your sleep or, uh, you know, several minutes before this, you had 
felt, you know, in your dreams, you would kind of like, cause you're, you're a hunter. You've had dreams about hunting creatures before. So the dreams weren't out of place, but, but when you had dreams the other night, they were from the place of the creature running on all fours. And a little then, bit more primal. A little more primal hunting things, running around the forest, just feeling hungry, just an angry hunger. Um, and before you were able to stave it off, uh, as you, you felt kind of a, an odd rage start to rise up in you. This time, the rage seems to bubble over the edge of the cup that it's filling. And in front of you, Maddor, you see him just like start to hunch over and then like scream, but it becomes a roar as you see him break through his own skin and become a were tiger, and he turns towards you and attacks. Roll initiative. Um, can can I me... say one thing real quick? Sure. I'm going to turn to uh, Charlemagne and Simpson and say, Audit Noble was a changeling too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going to. Oh, send... shit. Uh, so basically. You're going to tell me what... Because you're in hybrid form right now. Yep. Uh, and you want to kill anything around you. Okay. Until you're brought to zero hit points. And you currently have 120 hit points. What yep. the fuck? So, um... Yeah. What? Are, uh, and so basically, you'll tell me whether or not, because right now you can only bite and claw, and I don't think I can send you this stat block because it's not in roll twenty. Um, let me see if I can. Uh... Oh, cool. Never mind. I can. There is one in roll twenty. Uh, let me make sure it's the same. Yeah. Okay, it is the same. I'm gonna send this to you. <laughs> Killing it, homies. All right, just to you, mon frere. Ooh, okay, it's in a direct message. Uh, so you have access to all that, so just <coughs> you can see all your base stats when you're in this form currently. Um, yeah. It's just I don't have it as a sheet, so I'd have to do the rolls myself. Um, yes. Yeah, which is fine. Uh, awesome. So, Magdor, what's your initiative? Six. Volt. And I got a four. And four for Nox and Volt. Eighteen. All right. Good work, fam. Uh, Vol, you are going to be up first. Who's closest to me? Magdor. Sorry, Magdor. It's all right. Did so, you say this out loud? <laughs> As he's calling me, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so for the attack rolls, uh, let, I'll have to do a bite first. Uh, you can do bite or claw, I believe. Um, what is it? It's a one d twenty plus what? Uh, I mean, it says on the sheet plus five to hit. On the bite oh, or it's the claw. Plus five. Okay. Yeah, both of them have plus five. Yeah. A crit failed. Nice. On the Started bite. Off strong. Okay. Your teeth come out. Uh, <laughs> what type of tiger? Sumatran, Bengal, 
Siberian. Bengal. You're a Bengal tiger. Cool. All right. So you still have your claw, right? 13 to hit on the claw. Nope. Nope. All right. Um, And then you see uh, after you... Uh, you could try and move somewhere, but you're going to have to run past them. Do you want to go past them or continue to attack this one creature in front of you? Well, you said closest, so um, Magdor is still the closest. So I'm probably it. not going to move. Okay. I was going to sneeze, and then I didn't. Um, great. Um Oh, um. interesting. So, as you are kind of raging and swinging and attacking at Magdor, whose attacks kind of just deflect every, um, are deflected by his arm, his well-made armor and fancy full footwork. Um, Sipsian walks towards you and you begin to kind of like see him in tunnel vision as he mouths words in an arcane tongue. And I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. As my hybrid form? Yes. I don't know how to do that. Uh, oh, this is just a d20? No, you retain, you retain your into my intelligence, okay. wisdom. Intelligence, wisdom, and charisma are yours. That's not good. Okay. That's no, that's not good. That's not good. 11. No, this is good. 11? Yeah. Okay. With uh, advantage, right? Please no advantage. I refuse the advantage. No reason why you would have advantage. Uh, As he says to you, calm down. Take a seat. Relax. And you feel compelled to follow this course of action. As you see him kind of like his eyes, his, his pupils dilate a little bit and he just like mellows and and on your turn, you will feel compelled to do that. But he does not seem violent anymore, Magdor. Is it my turn then? It is. I'm going to say, what the hell was that for? And I'm going to smack him with my hammer. You're going to attack? Oh, I wouldn't know that. Yeah, I wouldn't know that he... It's calm now. He just attacked I, me. And I say he'd be calm on his turn. Yeah, no, I he his pupils dilated and he's no longer like hackles up. He just kind of like relaxes and like seems to be kind of like oh, okay. mesmerized and calmed. Yeah. I, I thought so it was he'll a actually, full turn telly was. No, no, no. No, he'll move towards like Endriet. He'll do what he wants to based on that, but his body language definitely shifts. Um Alright. I'm gonna I'm gonna just kinda push him then not like forceful but just kind of like what the fuck was that for uh yeah he just kind of like reacts to it and kind of looks at you um and you can hear him purring loudly uh Lucian, what, what did you do and he just kind of winks at you do you want to do anything else on your turn because I have to give everybody the option until we get no. back around to all right, Nox. I guess uh, since I'm outside still, I'm gonna close the door, and I'm gonna keep guard. Because 
I just saw my father turn into a goddamn wear tiger, and I'm gonna close the door and go, nope. I have too much to unpack right now. Fucker just tore into the dwarf and then started purring. No, thank you. I gotta close the fucking door, and uh, that's that's gonna be it for my action. All right, now it's your turn, Vol, and you feel compelled to sit down and relax. So Vol shall sit down. All right, now. Basically, unless somebody attacks you, this is going to last for eight hours. Okay. Um, so during this time on your turn, when you go sit down and like sit there and relax, you kind of feel like that tunnel vision kind of like opens up a little bit, but the room just, this the light is soft, you know, that sort of thing. And uh, you can make another wisdom saving throw, not with disadvantage this time. This is a good one. As because the door is closed, you can no longer see the moon. 11 again. 11? I mean, you feel calm, but like, still like in the back of your mind, it's like there's a, a stove burning that you just got the, you got the lid on right now. Um, now, Magdor and, and Nox, are you not going to attack him unless he does something? No. I, m- most of my spells uh, require me to see the, uh, the target, so no. Okay. Unless so, there's, like, a little people I can stick my staff through. Okay. Is there? You can, like, you can crack it and see. I mean, there's also windows. So you can see him sitting there just kind of as if he's, I'm like, going to crack it open stoned. and put my staff of power through it, then, if you let me. Yeah. <laughs> just look like a tank. <laughs> uh, yeah, no... For the sake of this story, because I don't think since it lasts for eight hours and you guys aren't going to attack him, uh, that suggested course of action will last until you succeed on the wisdom saving throw. And you have eight hours of trying every six seconds. So after about a minute, we'll say uh, 30 seconds, something like that, you, Magdor, and Sipsian, and Nox now, because you're looking through the window, see him relax and like he kind of starts to actually grow back to his normal size because technically the were tiger is smaller than he is. Um, no, the were tiger is based on the size of the creature. So, but you see, like the his face. Oh, the kind fucking of like, Tony the tiger over here. <laughs> his face kind of content. His, instead of being like shaped outward, you know, with the snout and the you know big canines, you see it kind of like sink down as as it sinks down the fur starts to fall and fade away to the ground and uh he shrinks over the next you know minute or two uh back to his normal self and as soon as he is vole once again because you're wearing magical clothes that size to what you are (laughs) size wise uh your clothes just kind of like magically kind of continue to stay on you and yeah uh, and then eventually, he, you see Sibson just snap his fingers and say, Feeling better, Vol. Did I take a nap? Why am I sitting down? You you attacked me. No. You turned, it, you turned into some 
furry and attacked me. No. You were a tiger man. Oh. No, oh, you can come shit. inside if you would like now. He is okay again. I don't think I should open the door. He is fine. Look. And you can see Nox outside with his staff sticking inside the slightly <laughs> ajar window just pointed at you, saying he's not sure if he wants to come in. Nox doesn't go in. Hmm. Uh... He was afraid at this point, and he got really... Well, sorry, they got really scared on the bridge, but... Uh, they were pacified by a vol saying everything's fine, but then that fucking happens. Hey, Vol. Yeah. Oh, you looked like that thing we fought in the Coliseum. Tell me, Sibsian, can... Can were-tigers pass on were-tigers through a bite? The curse is passed on through physical contact and transfer of fluids, so... If you were bit by one, it is feasible to think that you would have turned, possibly. Hmm. Anybody hurt? No, you're worse you as a were-tiger now? than you are as a ranger. <laughs> <laughs> I figured. <laughs> well, we showed that were-tiger who was boss the other day. I just figured he couldn't do much. It was like 11 hours ago. <laughs> it was earlier today. You forget oh. already. Ah, <sighs> Sipsian. Yes. What the fuck is going on? I'll, 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 Charlemagne voice. Yes. What can I do for you? Nox, you Just, look silly standing out there. Just come in. You look silly looking like Tony the Tiger. You gonna sell me cereal? There is... Sibsian, we came here to talk to you. In a more precarious fashion. I told you that I was a... uh, an infiltrator in the coin spinners. Why do you think that I would come in the front door of the Arcane Brotherhood? They do not know that I work for them. You may have just blown all my cover. Did you not think of that? You see the staff slowly, like, it's a metal staff, so it's like grinding against the wood as I pull it back in. I'm gonna open the door and then uh, close it behind me. Wait. Well. This is this is something they didn't tell me. You you work for the coin spinners and you're infiltrating the Ar- Arcane Brotherhood? This is why I knew where you were. Right, because the coin spinners were hired to capture Magdor by the Arcane Brotherhood for the scroll. Yes. So you don't work for the Arcane Brotherhood. I do. But you're a double agent, you really work for the coin spinners. No, I really work for the Arcane Brotherhood. You really work for the Arcane Brotherhood, (laughs) so you're infiltrating the coin spinners. Yes. Which means but that they have the won. scroll. We here at the arcane, yes. Wait, you have my scroll. 
Of course. The Akinbara well, had paid the coin spinners to retrieve it, and they gave it to us upon retrieval. I told you I would not take it from you. But, I didn't. But that's my scroll. Is it? Possession it's is nine-tenths of the law. It's got my name on it. I failed to see that when I inspected it. Can you read Old Dwarvish? No, but we have a warlock who has the eyes of a runekeeper. He can read any language that is written. Fuck. What's ben, in it? As a player to DM, could you tell me what the magic scroll does that I have on me? Which scroll do you have? The scroll of teleportation. Oh, the... oh is it yeah, the it just casts the teleportation spell. Okay. I mean, it, ta- it casts the teleport spell to the runes in Neverwinter. Um, it's a permanent circle, so there's a 0% chance of you being off target. So, Right. I just need to get uh, eight willing creatures within range. <laughs> Quiet, Dylan. He's got a photo shoot. Um, I have uh, the cogs in my head starting to turn a little bit here. What? Why do you need my scroll? Uh, I do not need it myself. The Arcane Brotherhood had great interest in what it may lead to. So why didn't they just work with us and then we could have shared the secrets together? You have a dwarf that was given the secrets from a god, and you took it from him. Secrets from a god, you say? Please, elaborate. No, don't elaborate on that. They've already already forcefully taken so much from us. How did they forcefully take it from you? Honestly, I don't know. I'm just confused. You would have been dead. And whose fault would that have been? coin spinners no but the oh, coin spinners were hired by the arcane brotherhood who said that that's preposterous oh hate this guy let's beat him up <laughs> please attempt to do so because uh, hmm. right now vol you still feel like sitting and relaxing Yeah, no, Volt's fuzzy. Um, quite literally, he he's like, woo, <laughs> Listen, man, <laughs> I just keep feeling like I need to sneeze, but it just doesn't happen, which is the worst feeling in the world. Um, uh, the Arcane Brotherhood may be helpful but they still have things that they want to keep for themselves. How could you assist in finding what is needed with this dwarvish finding scroll? Do you know the first step to open it? Uh, We have not figured that out yet. We've only had the scroll for a few days. Ah, no. You do. I do. So maybe I could negotiate with the Arcane Brotherhood, as they are not me. I am 
simply under asylum with them. When, when we were given the scroll, Brendan also gave us another scroll. He said that it will lead to the first opening area. He said it was a kissing stones. Hmm. Uh, you are talking about the kisses of Ariel? Uh, he said that the second scroll would lead to a time when we could do that. Well, that race has already happened. But the stones still, the plates are still there. Listen, I am not the voice of the Arcane Brotherhood. I am a refugee from Neverwinter, and they have taken me in, protecting me. I would be okay speaking to you, to them, on your behalf, maybe returning this scroll, in exchange for a partial claim on whatever you find. That way, everybody wins. Like you said before, maybe the quid pro quo was something they did not see. They are intelligent men. They are not always wise. All right. Well, I'll make that deal, but I've got to be honest. Curiosity is getting the better of me. Would you like to come see the kissing stone area with me? In my party? I would be interested I, I, in seeing it I think I think I gave I think I gave Mary the scroll the second scroll the one that takes you to the place aye oh is it um a scroll of teleportation Ah, oh, they said that there was something on top of the I think they said it was pillars alright yes, for the kissing stones they are plates yes yeah, uh, I think they said there was a teleportation runes or circles or something on top. So we should bring the Dwarvish Finding Scroll, just in case it opens up the next path? We can. I just wanted to take a look at it. I figured we could get up there any time with the assistance of the Brotherhood. Well, no. You can go there any time on foot. It is just in the streets of the city. Well, let's go now, then. Okay, I can speak with them. Uh... Yeah, see if see if they agree to the deal, and then that way you can work with us as assurance that you know Arcane Brotherhood will be involved, and then we can be off on our way. Absolutely. Let me fill this out, and you see him pull out a scroll and sit at his desk, and he writes it up, and he begins to fold it up in origami style, and eventually it looks like a small bird, and then he puts it out in his hand and goes. And blows it into the air and it flies away towards out the window towards the, towards the, the host of the arcane tower and um i think that's where we'll call it for this week uh as the tentative alliance between you and the arcane brotherhood and Sipsian kind of is beginning to take shape next week we'll see how that plays out and figure out what goes on next you can find me on twitter at two times styler you can find me on Twitter at LR the 11th. All letters. You can find me at Zigzagoon. You can find me at Glenn Houston. Glenn with two N's and Houston looks like Huston.
We are a part of Casual Master Quest, a podcast network dedicated to giving you the video game news and tropes you deserve. You can find the show anywhere you can Google, or everywhere, and on Twitter at CMQ Network. That was Nick. That was Brandon. That was Glenn. And this is Tyler. We'll see you next week with another session of Casual Quest Masters, and don't forget to never stop the quest. Bye-bye. Bye. So anyways. Happy case, Anyways, sleepy I started kitty. blasting. Purr, purr, purr. Soft <laughs> oh, kitty, yeah. warm kitty, little ball of fur. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Casual Quest Masters. Thank you so much to you, our listeners, for being here, and to Sirenscape for allowing us to utilize their amazing programs for sounds and music. Check them out at sirenscape.com. We hope to see you here next time for the next episode of Casual Quest Masters. Mm-hmm.